When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. On if you like our new opening. Yeah, do you like this? Do you love it? Is it good for you? <laughs> Today is Matt's big day. Woo! He I'm got back. to pick his own episode, which you have. You did Scrubs. Yeah. But this is my first time with Matt picking his own episode. Sure is. And it's and he's excited about okay. it. And in typical producer Mac fashion, he picked the longest episode we've ever had to watch and one that we had to purchase. So yeah. <laughs> um, big shout out to uh, producer Matt for that. 99 cents on I'll iTunes. never get breaking the bank. <laughs> I'll never get that uh, 150 back on Amazon Prime. I'll pay you back. Or was it 199? I'm not sure. I couldn't actually find it on Prime. It was so much easier on iTunes. Well, so like, Matt, Matt told me that it wasn't a season and it's absolutely a season it's season five episode 14 but on hulu it doesn't count it as an episode that's okay. the thing the whole series is on hulu except for this and the other tv movie yeah because i almost bought season is one on amazon yet? prime yeah. i would have raised havoc i love that i'm glad you do yeah. <laughs> anyways so matt picked the season finale or was it series? this series. was it series. The okay so series finale of daria episode uh like i said 14 of season five <laughs> um is it college yet so this was triggering for this me. is an old yeah agreed this is um an old show right when when did this stop airing so it debuted in 97 and ran until 2002 okay so some people will probably have no idea what this show's about. It was an MTV cartoon, right? It was actually a spinoff of Beavis and Butthead. That's yeah. what I was thinking, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. I got those vibes a little bit. So why don't you tell everyone what the show is all about? So uh, I took time to rewatch the entire series before this, just so I could refresh my memory. So the show debuted uh, in March, and it was a spinoff of Beavis and Butthead, but it was very different than Beavis and Butthead. Like, Beavis and Butthead was very crude, immature humor and what they wanted to do was they wanted to create a cartoon that all things considered didn't have to be a cartoon like storyline wise it doesn't it didn't get fantastical it was always grounded in reality and that they wanted to create like a role model for women that was like someone who didn't have to be what like 
everything on MTV was promoting women to be at that point. Because at that point, like, you're talking like the peak of like Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears and like these people who are like super flashy and, and like to have someone who's kind of the opposite end of that spectrum. And I actually wasn't interested in it when it first came out. I'm like, cartoon about a girl? No thanks, because I'm like a 12-year-old. But MTV would do these marathons where they would just be like, all day we're playing Daria. And I would be like cleaning the basement. I would put on MTV, and I got really, really sucked into it. And I remember season three was like when I first started watching it. And then our parents cut cable again. <laughs> so I didn't see most of it until years later. I had to download all everything off Napster oh, and man. watch the whole series on Napster. For me, I think that this is adult animation at its best because it's funny, but it hits like a lot of dramatic moments. And it's very, very realistic. Like everything that happens for the most part is like, yeah, I know these characters. I went to school with these characters. Yeah, yeah. Like. And that's what I really liked. But it also, one of the notes that I wanted to make was the last episode before this was called Boxing Daria. And I almost picked that. It was between that and this. But I think that this was something that we could talk a little bit more about and was like a little bit more relatable. The concept of Boxing Daria was that they they got a new refrigerator and she sees the refrigerator box and starts having like PTSD. And she doesn't know why. And it reminds her that when she was eight, she would hide in a cardboard box when her parents would argue about why she didn't have friends and she would overhear the arguments and like hide in this that box. To get... Yeah. It's like a very heavy episode. That episode's really cool. Cause it makes all of these references to everything that you've seen the five years prior. Uh, the big one that like when I was rewatching, I was like, Oh shit is there's a scene where she's seeing a psychiatrist and the psychiatrist is showing her like a Rorschach test. And she says, just look at the blot and tell me what you see. Some people see nothing and some people see a, a bunch of ponies galloping across a plane. And like that seems like a really throwaway line. But the very first episode when she goes to school for the first time at their new school, they make her and her sister Quinn take a personality test. And they show them just like a picture of a girl staring in a mirror and they're like, Daria, what do you see? And she goes, I don't know, a bunch of ponies galloping across a plane. And it's like this total throwback to like she still like retains these sarcastic things from mm -hmm. like when she was eight. Mm -hmm. uh, but then that leads into this show, this final episode where after they found out that they were canceled because they didn't know that Boxing Daria was going to be the last episode. Um, but storyline wise, they had just started to like really change a lot of stuff the first couple episodes were just her and jane making fun of the people that she went to school with and that was like the basic premise and then there's like some relationship drama that happens uh in the season four finale and all of season five was basically like making daria not hate her family as much and not hate her classmates as much and i think that they would have expanded that in other seasons but when they were told like you're done they at least were like let's make a tv movie to kind of tie all, all the loose ends that we want to to like give these people a great send off hmm. the love triangles between jane daria and tom yes yes, yes. Like, i was confused because i i read up on some things and i'm like who's dating who here yeah. because at first i thought J jane was dating her brother and then i was so like I. No. <laughs> I, I was thought. like wait are these two just like two punk kids like artsy like yeah. dating and then i'm like no that's gotta be her brother yeah they until don't... the end when they literally say brother but yeah they don't get into it in this particular thing too much, but the whole joke with Jane and Trent is that they're from this huge family of like seven people, but their parents are just hippies and their parents are never home. And like no one's ever home except for the two of them because they're like the slackiest of the slackers mm -hmm. in their family tree. Yeah, I, ha I have things like 
She's like, I want to be a starving artist, so I need to rack up more debt. Like, <laughs> she's going to go to college. She's like, I thought you wanted to be a real artist. She's like, I do, but I want to be a starving artist, so I have to rack up some more debt. When her voice is crazy. Oh, my God. So I was just going to say, when me and Kathleen were walking in, because we got here at the same time, we were talking about how absurd everyone's voice is in this show. Yeah. So the craziest thing is most people just voice one character in the show. But the actress who voices Jane also voices Daria's mom and Daria's sister. And there's like three dramatically totally different, different voices. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say that every time the cheerleader was on, it made me like flinch yeah. back. Because <laughs> I was like on a plane in my headphones and I was like, ah! Because yeah. like, she's like, ah! Like her voice is so cringy. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> there, pretty bad. There's an episode where she's trying to teach Daria how to be perky. And like one of her advice, pieces of advice is like, Make sure you end every sentence like it's a question. Yeah. <laughs> like... um, wait, um, going back to the beginning, there's like a college montage. I'm assuming they just made that for this episode. Yeah. So normally the theme song was just, most people know the theme song is just the la, 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 like theme. Mm-hmm. And I was doing some research on the band because the song that they start this off with, uh, A College Try Gives Me Blisters, is the last known recording of this band. No one knows what happened to them. They wow. put out one album and did the Daria theme song and the theme song for the two Daria TV movies and nothing else. No one knows, like, they didn't do any other bands. Like, no one knows where they went. I will say, (laughs) this show, like, I'm watching it and I felt like I had to turn on... It was quick. Like, all the wit is very quick and it's, like, just, like, subtle, funny things. So I was, like, I had to rewind a few times and I turn... I always have closed captioning. Yeah. Yeah. As you know. (laughs) But I like, like, in the montage, it's just a girl with a shirt on that's, like, a woman without a man is, like, a fish without a bicycle and she's, like, burning her bra. The washing (laughs) is on you. And, like, so many just, like, stupid, funny things. And I'm, like, this show's... It was really smart. I, I... But I was, like... On a plane, and I was like, my brain wasn't catching it fast enough. I just kept having to like rewind and read because, like, anytime there was something written on a whiteboard, I like to pause and like read <laughs> it. Just, it yeah, yeah, I like that. I yeah. think my favorite joke in the whole episode is towards the very end when Jane says to her brother, Well, you know what they say about beggars, and he goes, They only spend it on booze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you told us uh, what the show is all about. Why don't you tell everyone what this specific episode is all about? So this episode is literally about getting ready for college. So going to colleges, doing the college interviews, sending out all your applications, and then also preparing for graduation. And I think what I connect with so much on this episode was that this came out summer of 2002, and I was just getting ready to start my junior year of co- of high school which is like right when yeah. you start getting like inundated with mm-hmm. college stuff yep i think i just always connected with like i watched this and i remember that because i taped it off of television the night that it debuted because we had cable back that day that that particular year <laughs> yeah so i was like i gotta tape this and i must have watched that vhs tape hundreds of times like whenever I was like stressed out about college stuff or stressed out about what was going on in school. Like this was a constant safety blanket for me throughout Mm -hmm. like those last two years of high school. And I actually, I do want to share one thing. I had a very Daria moment, um, maybe like five or six years ago, but like I was, what I've always liked about Daria is I think people look at that show and they're like, Oh, it's about these two geeks that everyone makes fun of, but it's like, no, they're actually pretty well liked by their classmates. Mm -hmm. They're just weird. They're different. Yeah. And I kind of was like, I relate to that because I'm not picked on at school, but I'm kind of just like left alone. Like they're like, ah, he's whatever. And I had a moment at the Aston Diner maybe four or five years ago where a kid who 
was definitely like one of the most popular kids in my grade walked in saw me at the diner and just like sat down and started talking to me and he's like i just want to take a second to let you know like i think you don't realize that we all thought it was really cool that like in high school you knew who you were because we didn't know who we were damn and i was like jesus Aston <laughs> diner yeah that? like a, mi- a meaningful awesome, moment but that was like name drop yeah no, i'm not gonna name <laughs> unexpected <laughs> moment but yeah it was like one of those things where it's like oh shit and like you know, I don't think I actually knew myself that well in high school, but I think I just gave off that persona of like I was never trying to be like, Someone oh, I'm, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm just a dork who like likes these things, yeah. and I'm just gonna like these things. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, you never tried to hide anything that like you thought other people wouldn't like. Like, you're like, it is what it is. I like yeah. this. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I like horror movies and ska music. Yeah, and that's. And hard in high school. Yeah. It really is. And sometimes, like, if you think about stuff that you came out that you, like, liked in, like, college when it's more open-minded, and then you find out other people like yeah. that, and you're like, God damn it, why did I care so much that people wouldn't like this? Yeah. I mean, in high school, you just, like, there's things now, just, like, basic things that you might be, like, embarrassed about back then, but now I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. fucking God, I could care less. I, that is yeah. insane. I yep. think literally the only thing that I, like, kept to myself I have always loved pop music, but like I was the kid who listened to punk music. So I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, Backstreet Boys suck. But yeah. like secretly, I'd be like hanging out with like Julie and Jamie yeah. and be like, put on that Bewitched single again. <laughs> 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 yep. Now on your hey, odd boy <laughs> sitting in a tree. <laughs> I can't, that go? Damn it, I can't say jump up. Say love, That's like smart house. Yes, the little girl jumping on the bed and the music video is playing in the background. This actually, this episode brought me back to just like applying to colleges. Like, I remember I did like okay in school, but my friends definitely did better than me. Like, I remember we were all getting our SAT scores back, and like our friends, one, we did not keep it a secret for some reason. That's like something no. personal you probably should keep to yourself. We never but, kept like, anything secret. No. And like, people would be like, oh, like, my scores are so bad and they say it and it'd be like 500 points more than mine and i was like oh yeah like that sucks there's there's (laughs) no quote more reliable in this episode to me than when jane well first of all she goes oh look it's this month's mail and it's like a pile of mail but she gets rejected from the two schools and goes i knew i shouldn't have taken the math portion of my SATs." like (laughs) yes and it just like i remember everyone started getting into colleges and i wasn't hearing back from schools saved and so it gave me like like i remember being like the drama queen of being like i'm never going to college like i'm not gonna get in anywhere and like eventually i started getting in places but the top school i wanted to go to actually lost my application oh jesus so yeah so like all of my friends got stuff in the mail about like setting up their id so then you could like you could basically log into the website and like see what the status was. And I never got that. So like in my head, it was like, dude, I suck so bad that they didn't even let me make the login. (laughs) (laughs) But then, you know, the adult I am, I made mom call and be like, what the fuck's going on? And they were like, we don't have an application for your daughter. Um, and at that point, it was like March. Right. So it's like your senior year of, of high yeah, school. You can't apolo- or apologize. That's you when can't everyone is apply like, to yeah. a college at that time. So I had to choose a different school. That's really the only super unrealistic aspect of this episode yeah. is like, it's clearly like May. Yeah. And they're like doing the college visitations. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Also, college visitations and interviews, I would die. I yeah. would. I was always like... I loved high school and I, I'm not good with change at all. So I was like 
depressed about going yeah. to school and I still was up until like took me till I did summer session at Penn State and it still took me till like October to really be like set there yeah. I'm a homebody yeah. I don't like change and it took me a really long time so I didn't even want to apply anywhere stop laughing at me <laughs> I didn't want to apply anywhere let alone like actually decide where I want to go it just gave me so much anxiety yeah I'm like I was triggered by this yeah. episode because I was like I hated this. I wouldn't go yeah. back to being a freshman in college if you paid me all the money in the world. There's yeah. the, the anxiety I had for the first like five months of school were just. See, I, just I was the opposite. Freshman year of college is still to me like the best year I've ever had in my life. There's the scene where Daria's sister Quinn is talking to her towards the end of the episode and Daria is like anxious about what college is going to be. And Quinn's like, I went to a college party. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think that that was, that was like. I think that that's what it was like for me was like the second I stepped into college, I was like, oh, my God, this is my people. Yeah. Like, the, like they're just yeah. so open and cool. And I was like, mm -hmm. this is what I've been wanting in high school was like. A, and Julie knows like the people that I became friends with my freshman year of college are pretty much still like the His people that friends, are my friends yeah. right now. Yeah. Mm hmm. I when I went away to college I hated it I texted my mom like two weeks in and was like pick me the fuck up I'm yeah. done I'm not doing this I forgot that you went to another college you went yeah. to Kutztown right yeah. did you finish the first I finished semester? the first I finished the first semester yeah you did this you yes. did until December because yes I finished the first semester and then my dad was like you are going to community college until you figure out what you're yeah. doing he's like I'm not paying for another school you and I both moved out at the same time and, and moved back, back at the same time <laughs> Yeah, so you think you're a homebody. You were at Penn State and you survived. I was like an hour and a half away and I was I called my mom yeah. literally every single day. I was like, I can't do this. See, I hate it. Mine was weird. Like I had my brother up there, which helped. But I think yeah. it helped and hurt that like half of our friend group went to Penn State. I think yeah. that helped me with being comfortable, but also hurt me with trying to branch out. Like that moment you had where you kind of went in, Matt, I'm talking to Matt, I'm yeah. pointing to mm -hmm. him. Like he went to a new place, found new people and felt like, okay, this is new, blah, blah, blah. I felt like I was going up to Penn State with the same people I've been with my whole life. So I'm like, why do I have to be three and a half hours away to and do doing this. school and <laughs> doing this? I've been doing this my whole life yeah. with these people I love. Yeah. But I mean, and of course I ended up branching out and I have some of the best friends that I made at Penn State that have nothing to do with Sun Valley. And a boyfriend, right? Yeah, but I didn't. Shout out to Scott. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> no, I mean we met at Penn State, but not it didn't. But come you to met. Fruition. But you met. But we met, and that's all that matters. I was gonna say, like, you to boy. be fair, I went to the the local campus. I didn't go to like main oh, campus. Oh, I know, but you still but, like, had, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I still was hanging out with friends from high school on the weekends for mm -hmm. that first mm -hmm. like that first semester at least. But yeah. I mean, well, there was still a comfort there. And so I ended up graduating from like a Penn State branch school too. And I actually loved it there. I loved it like, so I much. Like I was like, like it was like my kind of place. Like I, I could go to school and then I could go home. I still was able to work like, and it still gave you like that college experience. But sometimes I do like wish I, I wish I like sucked it up and stayed at college because I think that a lot of people do struggle, especially being away from home the first like semester. It makes sense. No, everything happens. I probably have a different life. Yeah, no, I think, I think you made the right decision. If you yeah. weren't feeling it, fucking get out of there. Yeah. Just like the last episode, if you're not doing well at something, you just quit. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So just I, kidding. I I've love that they had a Chick Fil A on campus. Though <laughs> I was there for that. Shout out, like, down. <laughs> I got a fun fact for Kathleen, unless she already figured this out. But uh, the Fashion Club. So Quinn is part of the Fashion Club, 
and the main focus is a character of Stacy. Do Sarah you know? Drew? Yeah. Okay, yeah. you figured it out. Uh-huh. Uh, it's voiced by one of the main characters on Grey's Anatomy. April yeah, I know. April yeah. Kavanaugh. I fucking hate her. But I didn't know that. <laughs> she, oh, that's her voice. God, Julie. Fucking. Wait, hell. whose voice is she? So the Stacey, girl who was... the one that wished that the girl would lose her voice. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Can because you I wrote it? no, but I wrote Team Stacy because. Sandy was such a mean girl. <laughs> I love it. I like, am so Stacey. glad. Yeah. Like everything is like, damn, Stacy. <laughs> Their voice is the the first Horrible. fashion club when they're at the dinner and they're talking about. She's like, maybe I'll get a job here, and they're like, ew, <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> Someone's like, Stacy, are you suggesting a fashion club member should work here? And then the the Asian girl goes. Tisk. <laughs> like just looks at her and just goes, Tisk. It's so funny. I rewinded it three times. Oh I was like, that God. is fucking hysterical. That is so funny. And then the and then the waitress comes over and goes, Surprise <laughs> with a fucking meal. I was like, this show's everybody's, wild. Everybody's voices are terrifying. Except I actually thought Stacy's was the most normal. Yeah, yeah. she's the regular yeah. one. Yeah. And that's been like throughout the show, that's kind of the theme is that she is completely out of her element among these other three girls because they're like so brain dead about yep. fashion yeah. and she's just like i just want to fit in yeah <laughs> like, and i love how she was like i bought this elixir online <laughs> <laughs> well i love that scene because she's the whole time her point yeah <laughs> tiffany's just choking to death on the ground and no one's addressing <laughs> it <laughs> she's like i'll do anything you want she's dying on the side like whatever uh, you want me to do uh, i'm looking at some of the quotes that i wrote down um i there's the one teacher who he's grading papers and he gets to the the football player Kevin and he goes, "Oh Kevin, maybe you'll find a job that doesn't require the ability to read or write." <laughs> <laughs> I honestly I'm assuming like I always I just took it a, like with a grain of salt because of, we didn't see the series, but the the teacher stuff felt out of left field to me. Like all <laughs> the felt kind of like extra and unnecessary but again we didn't watch the show i'm assuming they're main characters and that's why yeah there's the school has a bunch of teachers but they only really ever focus on like three or four and the the one teacher mr o'neill uh he starts dating the female teacher whose name i never remember but they meet on a field trip where she's celebrating the one-year anniversary of her divorce basically just yelling at him for being a man and he's just like no, it's very healthy to let your emotions out. And she's like, "You're not like a man at all." And like that's You're how they like start. <laughs> that's how they start dating. Is that he's just like such the opposite of every other yeah. guy that she's in love with him. She reminds me of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, like the teacher. They yeah, look yeah. so alike. That's like the classic like <laughs> hair teacher. Yes. I, I was like, "Yep." Yeah, you're here for it. Another one of those scenes that I connect to a lot in this because I'm is the scene where Daria is doing her college interview and she's just so in her head. Mm. It's perfect. Yeah, she's like, I want that learning feeling. (laughs) (laughs) I love that the first thing she says, like the answer in her head, she's like, I want to say that. She's like, oh, I'm so cliche and then just talks herself out of it and then she's like, maybe you're trying to find your voice. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's exactly what she was going to say in the first place. I wrote that down that like, that whole scene of like, the I think the woman's name was Lisa and one interviewing her and her, was so funny because like just like she was so in her own head of being like that's stupid to say and then she would be like all right this has been a really long pause like say (laughs) something say anything say anything my my favorite is when she's like well what are you looking to reap here and she's like reap 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 (laughs) (laughs) it's good good it is good i um i like daria and jane i wish there were like a few more friendshipy moments but i mean the end moment with them is amazing and they have a 
bunch of good like pizza moments mm-hmm. but they're really like i don't know if that was a choice that they made them kind of do their own thing because that's what eventually they were gonna be doing but yeah. they were pretty separate the whole time so that is the one thing that i didn't like about this episode when i was watching it because to me so much of the show is about Darian and jane's friendship mm-hmm. and i actually wrote down two quotes that happen in two episodes back to back so it's the ending of season four and then the be- the TV movie, Is It Fall Yet?, which is where Jane's boyfriend, Tom, kisses Daria while he's still dating Jane. Yeah, can you go through that whole yeah. thing? Yeah, so Jane meets Tom at a Mystic Spiral show, which is Jane's brother's, brother's band. band yeah. And throughout all of season four, they're dating, but Daria is like very jealous that Jane is spending all of her time hanging out with Tom. Um, and she kind of hates Tom throughout the first half of that season. And then there's an episode where there there's a giant homecoming parade and <laughs> Daria has to go get toilet paper because her dad is on the toilet, but there's no toilet paper in the house. <laughs> but because she because of the parade, she can't get out of like get back to the house. And then Tom is trying to find Jane and Jane's trying to find Tom and Daria ends up finding Tom first. So they're walking around the parade together trying to find Jane and find out that they're like oh, they like each other, they're friends, they're buddy-buddy, like all of that stuff. That begins like them having these really in-depth intellectual conversations, whereas like for Jane, she describes the relationship as like, it was great. He came over, we watched TV, we made fun of stuff. And like that was all they ever had. Tom kisses Daria and she gets really pissed off about it. And she says, I moved to this crummy town and I knew I'd be an outcast. And the only moment of good luck in my entire life, I met one other outcast who could be a real friend to me. Uh, and I wouldn't be completely alone. And like, that's like about her, Jane, about Jane. Like right. that's her venting about like how she feels like she backstabbed her friend. Mm-hmm. And then in the TV movie is like all about them coming to terms with everything. And Jane says like, the problem that I have with you, Daria, is that you were okay. Letting a boyfriend come between the most important friendship of my life. Right. So like the, the show is really hinged on like these two good are like destined to be friends. Like it's like they, they're two people that should be loners and like just through a stroke of luck end up meeting each other and are being like positive influences on each other. So when she moved to town is when they first met. Yeah. And that but that's where the show starts, right? Yeah, that starts like freshman year of high school. Okay. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I hate a love triangle between I friends, know. best friends. I hate that. I know. It's not good for me. That's basically what's gonna happen at in high school musical. Oh yeah, and because Gina and her are friends now. And that's, <laughs> oh um, yeah, I know. Sick. I'm, so, I'm how, sick about it. So how did you guys feel? Because this is something that like I've seen shows do this before, where like when they want you to see the main character eventually break up with the boyfriend, they kind of make the boyfriend shittier and shittier. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this episode, Tom's just like an asshole. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's, he, he just seems like there's nothing to him other than them just like having monotone conversations on the phone and him saying the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> like I, truly, I, I mean, I'm assuming like you like Tom though, right? At one point. Yeah. I hated him in this. Yeah. Though. Like, and I, I get so frustrated with like the way that his family basically keeps her from being yes. able to visit any of the other yeah. schools. Like it's, I get like still angry watching it now. Where I'm like, yeah. don't stay for dinner. Like right. yeah. <laughs> there's a plan. Poor Daria. She's yeah. real screwed over. I know. But it's okay. It all, it all ends up where she's supposed to be. She gets into... What raft. Raft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without even having to do an interview. I know. <laughs> I liked that, though. I, I mean... Oh, my God. If my boyfriend 
Like, could you imagine your boyfriend going to your parents and being like, let her go wherever she wants <laughs> to go? Like, could you just even imagine that? Sickening. I, but I, I also like every parent in the show was being super opinionated about where their kid was going to go. And that was not how my experience was no. at all. And I couldn't even imagine having my parents put that much influence. Of course, it's like I, I if I was like, I'm not going to college, my parents would step in and be opinionated about that. Yeah. But like they, they didn't care where I went. They just wanted me to go somewhere. I right. think everyone except for Daria's parents. Yeah. Like Daria's. Well, his dad was being crazy about military. Her- <laughs> yeah. Can you explain that? I was confused. Like the, the dad was the dad has a terrible relationship with his father, and his father made him go to military school when he was like eight years old, and it just fucked him up for life. Clearly. So like he's just constantly convinced that like he his whole thing is like I don't ever want my kids to go through the same thing that I go through, mm-hmm. but like. He's just, like, off the deep end. But, like, I love the relationship between Daria and her mom is one that has been really interesting to, like, was interesting to watch grow. The uh, The only other episode besides Boxing Daria that I considered was, and I think I told you about this one, Kathleen, the, yeah. the By Her Own Right, mm-hmm. where Daria was given an assignment to write a short story where everybody in the short story was someone that she knew in real life. And she was struggling on how to do it. Her mom was like, well, why don't, instead of you writing something fantastical, why don't you write about the future you want to see? And she just writes a story about how, like, her and her parents and Quinn just hang out one day and play cards. And, like, everybody's, like, stable. Her dad's, like, much more calm. And her mom's not a workaholic anymore. And her sister, like, stopped being so self-centered. And she's made it as a writer. And it's just this very, like, lovely thing and the mom starts crying when she reads it because up until that point she thought Daria was like I'm going to turn 18 I'm going to get out of this family never, and I'm yeah. never going to see you again and like realizing like no she loves us she just doesn't That's know how to show it yeah, yeah it like is. It is. even you just saying that yeah. is, uh, <laughs> Matt's <tender>. crying yeah. <laughs> Matt's <laughs> eyes are glassy but but yeah like I I've always loved there's an another episode where her mom and her sisters have a terrible relationship and they fight all the time and both of her sisters are staying at the house for a day. And that whole episode, Quinn keeps trying to force Daria to hang out with her because she's so afraid that that's what her and Daria's future yeah. is going to be. Mm-hmm. And Daria's like, it's never, it's not going to be that. I, I care about you too much for it to be like that. And like, okay. like I said, season five is like all this like breaking down those walls and showing like, no, she does love a, love this family. Mm-hmm. And I love the, I mean, we'll get to it eventually, but like her speech at the end yeah. is so good and mm-hmm. so powerful. Like, yeah. The dad is such a funny contrast to Daria's like monotone <laughs> sarcasm. And he's just like freaking out when, when they think Tom's breaking up with Daria, he's like, I should do something. I'm going to go do laundry. Like, or something <laughs> like that. Like it's so funny. So crazy. He's yeah. a wild man, but he's, it's just such a he's just nothing like Daria and Daria just it it is um good for her sarcastic monotone like self. Yeah, yeah, like because he's so crazy that her lines just fit perfectly. Her witty witty comebacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you guys very dry. What did you guys think of the story of Quinn and her coworker? So was she ever in it before? No. It's interesting, though, because they give her a where are they now in the end clips. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe she's an actual character. No. <laughs> oh, um, I really thought she was going to get Quinn fired. And I was like, don't take the fall for her. I'm like, you're 16. You're going to get. Tr-. No, but I, I mean, I don't know. Like, what was Quinn? Can you explain Quinn through the series? Quinn like- throughout the show was very self-centered. One of the jokes, like I said, I, I keep bringing it back to season five, but season five really was like tying up all these loose ends. Throughout the whole series, 
she would always refer to Daria as like her cousin that lives with the family because her other her real parents. <laughs> yeah, like she never would take God ownership of it. Well, even when at the end, she, when she has the glasses and the hat yeah. on or whatever, when she's giving the speech, <laughs> oh, I was cracking yeah. up. <laughs> but there's, uh, I think it was like two episodes before the end of the series. All the teachers go on strike. So they're bringing in these substitutes and they're like, Daria, you're better at English than any of the substitutes. Do you want to teach this one English class? So she ends up being Quinn's English teacher. (laughs) Sandy's like, I'm just saying, if something bad happens on our grades, uh, some terrible information's going to come out. Quinn gets a good grade on the paper, but uh, the rest of them fail because like Quinn's smarter than the rest of the Mm -hmm. fashion club. Sandy's like, it's almost like you're sisters or something. And Quinn's like, well, of course we're sisterly towards each other. She's my sister. And it's like the first time that she takes ownership of it. And Sandy's like, did you hear that? That weird girl's Quinn's sister. And Tiffany's like, we know. We just don't bring it up (laughs) because it's awkward. (laughs) Do people really not know? So because she doesn't take ownership of it, people don't know that that's her sister? Yeah, I think some people are just like, yeah, no, whatever. Yeah, Yeah. okay. It's like, that's not an insult. That's just my sister. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like, it makes me think of when you and Jamie were in high school together. Dude. And so, like, Jamie is younger than Matt. And people used to say to Matt, like, oh, you're Jamie's older brother. <laughs> like it was never, just, Jamie was never Matt. Or younger sister. Yeah, yeah, it was like, oh, Jamie's your little sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor like, guy. Oh, God. Yeah. No one loves me. No, but I'm glad, like, I, that could have gotten dark, too. I thought maybe, like, qu- after the movie or wherever they were, where they were going to hang out at, she's like, let's go clubbing or whatever, and she was going to drive. I was like, yeah. please don't have this end darker than yeah. I was thinking that, too. Like, I was like, are they about to kill her? Uh, yeah. Do you believe dark. her breakdown that she's not an alcoholic, though? Cause no. I don't... I don't... <laughs> I mean, every... Like, her saying, I... Whenever I think I'm getting in too deep, I just take a week off just to prove myself. That doesn't mean Anything. they're not in the yeah. 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 Like, I was like, she's, I mean, I get what they're saying. And, and like, I think that I like that it's kind of open-ended. Like, it's like, okay. Because I think if it was just like, you know what, you're right, and I'm going into AA, like, that's not realistic. Right. Like, like yeah. most college students are probably borderline alcoholic in college, but will never admit to it. Right. So, right, right, like, right. I think that that was very authentic. Yeah. I um, wanted to ask you who uh, of all the crazy characters, and I think I have an idea, but figured I'd still ask, yeah. who do you feel like you can relate to the most, Daria? Probably Daria, yeah. yeah that's but what I, I, I do, lo- I've always loved Trent. There's something very funny about Jane's brother, Trent, to <laughs> <Yeah>. me. Because <laughs> like, Trent is like who I secretly wish I was, because I was always in like that music scene around other people like Trent, but I was definitely. I'd actually say I'm probably more Jane, though. Yeah. Because I think Jane's a little bit more social yeah. than Daria. Like, yeah. Jane is, like, qu- cracking jokes and, like, going out there and doing things versus Daria was just like, I just want to sit in my room and read. Don't talk to me. Yeah, yeah please leave me alone. Yeah, she even makes a comment where um, they're going to go to college and be in the same town. She's like, I'm going to force you to go to more parties. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't watch the series, but I'm assuming she did that. She drug her out of her room. A few that. times. Yeah. And I love the graduation party scene. That was something where I was like, I relate to this mm-hmm. 100%. Like, you just go to these awkward graduation parties because you're, you're like pseudo friends with yep. a classmate. And then it's like all of their friends that you don't really hang out with. And you're just like, I don't know what's ha- I don't know what anything is happening wow, right now. Grad yeah. parties. <laughs> Would so you? many grad parties. Uh, I know, but it was the best because I loved a good like pretzel tray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I told I told someone the other day they were talking about high school parties. It was like the first high school party I went to was someone's graduation party. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I loved graduation parties. I do, but I have been the ones that are not that are awkward because you're the odd man out. Like you go to your 
softball friends grad party, party. Yeah. and you don't know anybody but your, your one friend, friend yeah. or like and you can and you don't want to like follow them the whole time yeah. at their party so you're just like you're just yeah. like taking 18 bathroom yeah. breaks yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say this in a way that i can edit it but um i like there's one family friend of ours that i'll always remember like his graduation party was kind of like that because we were there because we're friends with their family but like all of his friends were none of my friends. Yeah. But it was like, who the heck else am I? I'm going to hang out with mom and dad. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm hanging out with these classmates that I never spent time with for a night. And it was like, this is like, it was fun, but it was awkward. Yeah. Meanwhile, our dad was like getting wasted playing beer pong. <laughs> <laughs> Life of the party. Dude, yeah. Dad got drunk at more graduation parties than any graduate. Yeah. <laughs> like, he sure did. What a badass. Yeah. Love that. Would you say that? So you think that you could relate to Jane a little bit of both I guess yeah. Ari and Jane would you classify them as being your favorite characters or do you have a totally different favorite character they're they're definitely my favorite characters for sure I mean the, the show hinges on them there's like good little side like weird side character like Upchuck is such an obnoxious character that like that's I'm, the guy that was trying to give them yeah, a ride like yeah. I kind of love just how much he's of the Shermanator yeah yes. oh 100% he yeah, even 100%. has the Shermanator ending from from uh, American Pie 2 where exactly. he's just like oh my god I'm getting laid yeah <laughs> yeah and then the girl bails and she's like, get away from me. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, I often think about this when they're recording it. I just imagine them being like, Matt, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Because mm. there's so monotone that it's like, I would like to see them record it because that's a, like a calculated thing. I mean, you, I'm assuming that person doesn't sound like that. So you have right. to be like, I mean, like any voice acting, but this, I just feel like that's so restrictive the way her voice is. And yeah. a lot of her classmates are very stilted in the way that they talk. Like Mac, Jody's boyfriend, Mac, I feel like every time he talks, it just feels like someone took a giant conversation and just pulled the words they yeah. needed and like pasted it together because it doesn't feel like a natural conversation. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. But like, I think it's when you have all the other animated characters like Daria's family and mm -hmm. like Jane's family where they're like they feel more like fleshed out and how they the perform. Bulging Dude, he's yeah. he's insane. The only other things I want to talk about were the two there's two little speeches that Daria gives and I like both of them. And the first one is after she breaks up with Tom and she basically just comes in and she's like, yes. I wanted to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> go One ahead. One-sided comment. No, you do it and yeah. then I'll talk about it. Yeah, she basically just comes in and she's like Yes, I've broken up with my boyfriend. It hurts like hell. I'm not taking any questions. Yeah. I'll be in my room. <laughs> <laughs> it's just perfectly done. There's nothing to talk about yeah. after. But I do love that they thought he was, everyone thought he was breaking up with her. Even when <laughs> yep. Jane walks in, in the pizza shop yep, and then yep. walks back, it's like, oh, your face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she said wrong table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so true though, like that, such a good speech to give only because like, I remember I used to hide when I broke up with boyfriends and started dating people because my mom had so many questions. Yeah. Oh, she still she does. had so many freaking questions. Yeah. And like, it would even be like, I'd be crying. Like, clearly don't want to fucking talk about yeah. it. And she'd be like, oh, like, I get it. But like, what what happened? Yeah. And then it's like, dude, get Me away from me. my mom have a good system where I go, right in this moment, I will not answer anything because you're only going to get bitchy responses from me, but I will like, just give me a second. This, the, yeah. I, like even 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, sometimes to just be like, because let me talk about it. If you start drilling me with questions, then I'm going to start like being, my yeah. temper is going to flare a little yeah. bit depending on the conversation. So we have a good system now. She gets it. If I'm like, give me a minute, she'll, she knows because yeah. my mom is queen of questions. Yeah. <laughs> just like bang, 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 bang. It's like, ah. Oh. I think your system works. Yeah. Because like, for sure. How many like breakups 
where you're going through it and it's like this is the worst i never want to think about this i never want to mm-hmm. talk about it but like even a few months down the line you can like joke around about it yeah. you can like put like gotta give some you, time yeah once you have like time to get past it you're like okay I'm able to tell, here's what happened. I was in the wrong here. They were in the wrong, like, yeah. you can look at Some it. Some clarity. Yeah, you look at it from, like, a more clear view than, like, if you're talking to me right after a breakup, it's just like, well, they're fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, the most, like, one-sided version exactly. of what happened. And you must talk about the graduation speech. The graduation speech. And the award she gets. Yeah, she gets. for. It's, like, just an award where it's, like, you're better than everybody, but you didn't participate in school yeah. is, like, basically what the award is. Yep. Let me just say that in my experience, High school sucks. If I had to do it all over again, I'd have started advanced placement classes in preschool so I could go from 8th grade straight to college. However, given the unalterable fact that high school sucks, I'd like to add that if you're lucky enough to have a good friend and a family that cares, it doesn't have to suck quite as much. Stand firm for what you believe in, until and unless logic and experience prove you wrong. Remember, when the emperor looks naked, the emperor is naked. The truth and a lie are not sort of the same thing. And there's no aspect, no facet, no moment of life that can't be improved with pizza. Thank you. Uh, the best <laughs> and closing line yeah. of all time. She, I like the opening. She's like, I'm not much for public speaking. I'm also not much for speaking. And really, I'm not much for the public. <laughs> <laughs> public speaking sucks. It does. It so I know. I'm hoping that doing this, even though we're not in the public, just like helps me be a little more articulate in my yeah. life. Because I get up at work and I'm like, what the fuck am I saying right now? <laughs> like, I lose my train of thought so quick. I really have to, like, slow down and think through what I'm saying. Especially at work when you're talking about something you don't give a fuck about. Yeah. And you're just, like, giving numbers. And you're like, oh, God, yeah. so boring. Mm-hmm. Easier to tell a story, but. I can hype myself up yeah. for a phone call at work and be like, you got this. You talk all the time on podcasts. You're yeah. going to nail this. And then, like, the person answers, like, um, yeah, hi, uh, this yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I'm shaking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Says the girl who did a rap for her sister's maid of honor speech. I know, but I was also wasted. But I think that that's also, like, not, it was amazing, but it's also easier to maybe do something that's like that, like, where you can, like, put some energy in it versus, mm-hmm. like, when you're like, so, uh, my sister, she, yeah. like, it's tougher to give a speech. It's like, I feel yeah. like you can put some Julie pizzazz on it. Yeah, for even, sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Even and like, I fucked up a lot yeah. that, that I didn't post I, because. I, I blame the DJ. He didn't have, uh, he didn't have the. The you music didn't have loud the enough music in the loud enough. I couldn't fucking hear. Yeah, you're like, oh, there's no music in my headphones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where's my snare? Yeah, where's my snare? <laughs> but yeah, I'm getting better at it because I have to do it more for work. Yeah. But like, it still sucks. And like, it's because I'm comfortable with the people I work with. But like, have like, if they made me like, hey, you're going to do a speech in front of 20 strangers or like, yeah, and I know 20 doesn't sound that much. But to me, it's a lot. I'd die. I, like, I remember one time I had a talk in front of like, a bunch of managers and like the CEO of my company was like front and center about like what my department does. And I was like, <laughs> you just my, forget everything well, in my head. Like I was watching everyone else do it and they seemed like fine. So I'm like, Oh, I got this. Like it's good. Everything's mm-hmm. cool. Like this is great. And then I got up there and I was like, "Fuck, my chest is tightening. Talking. Yeah. About yeah. This. yeah. Well, this, like I do. I think it's one of those things where like, I consider myself decent at public speaking, but like it doesn't change the fact that whenever I have to do it, I'm like, 
the biggest ball of anxiety yeah. literally up until the moment I'm talking into a mm-hmm. microphone. Yeah. No, yeah. It just, oh, God, it's the fucking worst. My, my body just starts betraying me. Like, I'm shaking <laughs> in my, like, I've learned some, like, breathing techniques before I do anything. I have to, like, because my heart is just, like, like oh, I'm like, can you hear it? Yeah. I used to take my- valerian root. That was like my my co-host for Hard Movie Night was like, hey, take this Valerian route. It's supposed to calm you. And I would like have to take it before any like mm-hmm. live podcast just to be like slightly relaxed. Right. Is that like, was, do you think that helped as like a placebo effect or you think it actually worked? I have no clue, but it did its job yeah. <laughs> for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I loved this. I can't wait for our 10 year reunion. Isn't I love seeing year? people from like, uh, 2021, I guess. So like, ne- oh, yeah, maybe it will be. Is it this year? It's either this November or next. Oh, I guess it would be 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Bridget, if you're listening, when is it? (laughs) Please message us and let us know. Yeah. The only other note, I just had two things written down, which really are not discussion topics. It just says boys, boys are guys is the name of the fake boy band that Quinn's a fan of. (laughs) Boys are guys are playing and they're like, ew, they suck. And she's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What type of music do you guys like? Uh, And I have a Jane quote, which is just one of those quotes that I, I actually use pretty often in my life still where she's looking at her artwork and she's like, you suck. She looks at all of her other artwork. She goes, you all suck too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I forget what she's talking about in the one scene with her brother. Um, but he says something and she like doesn't want to respond to it. She's like, Oh, missed a spot and she starts <laughs> <laughs> oh I think God. it's interesting that like we went through this whole episode, but we never brought up really um the girl whose parents were being strict about where she wanted to yeah, go. Yeah, Jody. Um, or even the blonde and the dumb jock. Like we just yeah. like totally can skip over. Because they're just kinda like yeah, they're, they're, they're it's well, nice I little think stories. But I think it's like a way to show because um, I actually wrote like that down. But then I felt like we kind of covered it of like the different perspectives for people going to college. Like yeah. there are yeah. some families that are like the dad's like, I went to Penn State. So you're going to Penn State and your yeah. kids are going to Penn State. And mm-hmm. like we are a Penn State family. And then there's some parents like how like you said, like your parents are like, I don't give a fuck. Just go yeah, to college. Yeah, like, yeah. Go. And that's like how our parents were like, they didn't care. They didn't even really push college that much on us. They kind of. More so probably me and you because we were, like, decent at school. Yeah. Whereas, like, Brian was, like... <laughs> Brian barely got through. Yeah, they were, like, just graduate high school. Yeah. Well, and Jamie just switched careers a lot. So, yeah. like, she was kind of, like, she went to school for a little bit. Then she went to hair school. And then, so, like, she was kind of all over the place. But they didn't really force anything on us. It was more so just, yeah. like, figure out a way to make money and succeed and, like... Be happy. Yeah. You know, I, the one thing that I would be upset if we didn't bring up at least a little bit is because uh, we did touch on like the relationship of Jane and Trent. But I think that it is really, really sweet that at the end of the day, like Trent's being a dick because like he's his sister miss, is yeah. his best friend. Mm-hmm. And like without her, he's like, who am I? Yeah, like, I'm, that was a sweet moment. Like It's just like you're our family's never home. Mm-hmm. My only friends are the people in my band. Yeah. She's like, you think I'm going to let you slack off on being a brother just yeah. because I'm in a different place? It's like, I was like, ah, oh. that was the moment that confirmed that he was in fact her brother. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, yeah, that uh, wraps it up for today. Thank you, producer Matt, for joining us. Of course. Yeah, that was heartfelt. I liked it. Yes. Yeah, took us meaningful back to conversations. our high days. Relatable. <laughs> Totally relatable. Totally relatable. That's what I was talking in our yeah, it's dark in now. our diary voice. I don't even know how. <laughs> and Lexi, Lexi, <laughs> we're going to a raid tonight. Yeah, where's my babe? Where's my babe? <laughs> <laughs>
just repeating everything you're saying. <laughs> I know. I'm like looking me dead in the eye. That was an episode of my favorite episode of. Thank, Thank you, you Producer Matt. Everybody Thank you, everyone else. For Thank you so much. <laughs> This has been My Favorite Episode Of. My Favorite Episode Of is produced by Matt Kelly as part of the Geekscape Network and hosted by Julie and Kathleen. Check out our show notes for all of our socials and email us at myfavoriteepisodepodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting apps, and we'll be back next week with another episode of My Favorite Episode Of. listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.